numbers just came in. Yeah, how oh. people watching? 12.4 million viewers. That's, that's huge. huge. That's huge for an award show. The highest um, since 2020. Well, three, we had I mean, Harry Styles, Lizzo, Beyonce, Adele, Taylor Swift. It was I mean, on. Yeah. And that collaboration of black hip hop. Oh, the hip hop oh. thing. Which was, I guess Will Smith was going to do. Because mm-hmm. DJ Jazzy Jeff was, was up par- there. He was yeah. up there. Yeah, Will was so, a big part of Summertime. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah, you know. Um, That's big numbers. Huge, though. huge, yeah. huge numbers. It, oh, I hope they don't re sign Trevor Noah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish they'd let Cardi B host it. I just think she would be a natural, <laughs> good host. Someone can write her funny Beautiful. lines. Yes. But let her just be herself. I She's think John so Bream suggested that in his column. Like, have somebody yeah. who's per- got personality plus. Yep. Yeah. The and jokes she, can always be written. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She has personality plus. Oh, I, I love know her. Okay. Um, and okay. So there was a hullabaloo. There was a, the other hullabaloo besides Ben Affleck's resting face and his <laughs> clearly not having fun being at the Grammys with his beautiful bride, uh, Jennifer. He'd rather be, he would have rather been out shooting dice with the chauffeurs, smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee. Anything. Yep. Yeah. He, I mean, when you're not dancing to Smokey Robinson and Stevie Wonder mm-hmm. to higher ground, I mean, then there's just no button there. Ooh. Yeah. So no then, button. then Madonna, we mm. knew that she was going to present, and um, she came out to introduce um, Kim Petras, Sam Smith, and 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 Holy, and, and Holy, and they didn't have her come out on stage. She walked out of the side of the stage, so she kind of came around, and she looked like a school teacher. I mean, she looked like a school teacher from Wednesday Adams uh, from the Netflix show. A high, high collar. She even had a riding crop, you guys. Well, not many school teachers I know have riding crops, well, unless I'm taking equestrian classes. But at this class, at this school, it wouldn't be on because there's flying, you know, there's vampires. It's a school. Right. You might need a riding crop at Wednesday. It wasn't, it wouldn't be out of the class. So she's all, and the thing is so tight under her face. And, and, and I, and the collar was buttoned up so tight. And I her just, face thought, is unrecognizable. She has so many injectables and, Pulled so tight. She doesn't look like her. And then with her braids and the funny the, loops. The, the extreme she, hair. She's doing everything she can not to look her best for whatever reason. True, true, She's true. doing everything because I'm telling you, Madonna, uh, you know, yes, I think we're just going to have to realize that, you know, I mean, she would be criticized either way. If she was aging um, and not doing anything, people would say, she's got all the money in the world. Why doesn't she do something? This is the conundrum with women and aging. Yeah, I agree. The commenting on, it's too much, it's too this, it's too that. It's just that Madonna has been going overboard for a while. Yeah. With uh, doing fillers. Then she did those terrible ass implants yep. like three or four years yep. ago. <laughs> and, yeah, and, she did. And then she's gotten a little fluffier. Mm-hmm. Um and then wearing an outfit that's, when you're a short woman, I do know this. You can't dress like Diane Keaton. No, you can't. She's dressed like Diane Keaton, too. <laughs> Belted, a, a necktie, Grant. A necktie. Mm. I want to see Madonna in something pretty. I want to see some cleavage, a corset. 
I mean, yes. anything, have your eyebrow, look glamorous, have your hair piled up. I mean, I don't know, you know, why she doesn't do that, but she will always, she would be criticized about her face no matter what. She would be. She, I will say this, I don't see one wrinkle, and I've blown up this picture so no, tight. No, no, she's, she's very inflated, and maybe, <laughs> maybe... <laughs> It's just like the Kardashians, how they show up with different faces. Mm-hmm. We just start to go, okay, that's what she's doing. But I do wish that she would be, just be kind to herself and think like, you know, I, I happen to know some ladies who are around in Madonna's era. And, you know, I just think there's nothing wrong with trying to look as pretty as you might feel on the inside. Maybe she's, she seemed nervous, too, to me, Julia. I know. That's what I think a lot of people said. And she, she seemed nervous. And when she scolded the crowd, this is where you're supposed to laugh. I thought, oh, no. Madonna, no, no it was going so, it, it went so bad. Because she, first of all, you want to give people, wow. And, and then she's like, schooling. The, it, it's so like Madonna to scold us when using the word provocative. It's so Madonna, you know. But I just wish that, you know, she'd just been like Madonna, Madonna, and just like, be her who she is, and be. But maybe she thinks she looks pretty like that. I don't know. To me, it's so severe, and it was so Wednesday. Adam, schoolmistress, meets Diane Keaton, so buttoned up by all reports. Madonna is like five feet tall. She's, she's your size. She, she's, maybe five one. Yeah. Okay, I would never yeah. let you wear an outfit like that to anything. I, what would I say to you? Cleavage, Julia. You can do better. <laughs> you can do better. You, you got, can do better. You got great cleavage. But What's I'm, wrong with but, that? But I just think so. People it's are just talking shocking because a lot of people, if you don't follow her on Instagram right. and you were watching last night and you haven't seen her in a while, right. you would probably think like, "Who is that?" Right. Yeah, but they had the three big pictures of Madonna from the 80s, 90s, and the 2000s right above her. That, that was a clue. That was a clue. So, anyway, um, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like you to scold the audience, but I don't like people dragging Madonna for being unrecognizable because she's that's a no-win situation for her. And she's maybe she likes it. I don't know. But I just think that she could be, she could look so much prettier. Yeah. Yes. And I think... That she will, and I hope she doesn't scold us when we see her on tour. I don't think she will. I'm trying to remember <laughs> if she's if she's a big talker in concert. I feel like she's not too I much. I feel like that last one when we saw her, she was talking a lot. And then she changed the songs and we were upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway. It's going to be good. Okay, so I love that Willie Nelson won last night for Best Country Album. Right? That was amazing. That was the right... Willie Nelson, I love that. Uh, Yeah, he wrote his first song, you guys, 82 years ago and, and joined his first band 79 years ago. Jim, across social media, tweeted, clearly marijuana should not only be legal, but the smoke should be piped into our homes as a free public public service. Think of the children. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but That's yeah, he funny. wasn't he wasn't there. And uh, uh, yeah, let's listen to Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt. She won for Song of the Year, and she was the only songwriter in that category that she was the solo songwriter yes. of yes. it. And yeah. um so a lot of people were like, oh, you know, how, who is Bonnie Raitt and all this other... Joe, Joe Biden, who announced her, didn't even say her name. Because right. I was thinking she didn't know how to say Raitt. Uh, yeah. So I thought she just she just said the name of the song. Yeah, yeah. that's right. She yeah, didn't she didn't. Yeah. Okay, here I we go. I fell victim to that today, but that was You did? Okay. <laughs> this is just an unreal moment 
Thank you for honoring me to all the Academy that surrounds me with so much support and appreciates the art of songwriting as I do. I was so inspired for this song by the incredible story of the love and the grace and the generosity of someone that donates their beloved's organs to help another person live. And this story was so simple and so beautiful for these times. And people have been responding to the song partly because of how much I love and we all love John Prine. And that was the inspiration for the music for this song and telling a story from the inside. And I I'm thank, I just, I don't write a lot of songs, but I'm so proud that you appreciate this one and what this means for me and for the rest of the songwriters who I would not be up here tonight if it wasn't for the art of the great soul digging, hardworking people that put these songs and ideas to music. So I thank my team for helping me get this record out and thank you so much. I'm just totally humbled. I really appreciate it. Thank you. She was so sweet. She was so, so sweet. Because I mean, you know, she's up against Lizzo yeah. and Adele and, you know, Beyonce and her. It's, I mean, and, and she wins and everybody's like, who the hell is Bonnie? 100%. You know, and then people are like, oh, something to talk about. But if you Googled her or whatever, yes, but what people don't realize is that Song of the Year is the songwriting yes. award, yes. which is always confusing. Record of the year song of the year but uh anyway according to all the blinds beyonce will never get songwriter of the year because she is she, the way she goes about quote-unquote songwriting and that uh the She's people the that Elvis voted, presley way yeah kind of kind of that, if yeah. i record it i get a songwriting yeah i get a that. credit yeah okay uh here's lizzo lizzo gave a great speech she won she, for record of the year for about damn time she seemed genuinely shocked here we go this is so unexpected. Um, okay, now that I'm up here and I'm calm, I want to dedicate this award to Prince. My um, When we lost Prince, I decided to dedicate my life to making positive music. And um, <laughs> I was like, I don't care if my positivity bother you, what's wrong with you? <laughs> And this was at a time when positive music and feel-good music wasn't mainstream at that point, and I felt very misunderstood. I felt on the outside looking in, but I stayed true to myself because I wanted to make the world a better place, so I had to be that change to make the world a better place. And I'm just so proud to be a part of it. Oh my gosh, that just... Okay. Well, I guess the Panic Grammys the put disco. out the raw audio. My yeah, apologies. Yeah, I guess they did. And then Beyonce, when she accepted the word for best dance electronic music album for Renaissance, and that's when she broke the record for most, she gave a great... She did. She gave a great... Let's not play touching it, though. Speech. I'm Well, we don't have time, oh, but no. Beyonce doesn't swear. No, she, I've listened to this she's whole no one. She's no Adele, good. and she's not like yeah. Lizzo. She's, Beyonce is not dropping those kind of what, uh, things at the Grammys, my dear. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grammy, you're going to keep it. You got any Grammy stuff for us for the Yeah, let's keep the Grammy train a roll in here. We've got something that was 
a really cool honor that happened before the Grammys. And let's get to something that happened during the Grammys that just set everybody off. And it was, uh, no pun intended, it involved Quavo and Offset. And it was a fight backstage. Now, this was just before, I believe it was Quavo, was about to go out and perform during the In Memoriam uh, part of the Grammys. Yeah, the first thing, it was was Casey Musgrave started singing Coal Miner's Daughter. And the first picture was Loretta Lynn. Then when she was done singing and other people that we'd lost in the music industry, then it went over to Quavo. But I I guess I thought both guys were there. I thought both of them were there, too. And actually... Yeah, so they both were there. And they were part of this... They were were singing. So they were part of the group Migos. Yes. And there was the the late rapper... Well, Migos passed away. And so they were honoring Migos. And what happened was... was He was the one who was murdered? Yeah, Quavo was... uh, Basically, he told... Offset Cardi B's th- husband that he is not allowed to come out and perform with him and honor Migos. And that created this huge rift right before he was about to perform, despite the fact that the Grammys had requested Quavo ask Offset to come out there. So Quavo was like, no, I don't want you to be a part of this. This is my deal, even though it really wasn't just I his thought deal. I those guys were close. Yes, yeah, so did I. But apparently they were... In fisticuffs, they had to be separated. It was a very, very intense moment backstage. That was a very moving performance. Yes. Uh, That was like my favorite. Yeah. That was like my favorite because I thought that was so moving. I loved that. It was. Wow. Yeah, so this was the musical tribute to Takeoff, and um, it just didn't, you know... when you get two buddies that aren't agreeing on something together and one of them well, you wants to be a part. they were, would be in agreement on performing together. They were a true. I know the Migos had, they, they hadn't performed together. They broke up, right? Yeah, they did yeah. break. Well, they've, because the, the third part of it had, you know. Take, no, but they had broken, not broken up, but they hadn't been, they hadn't recorded or put out anything for a while, I no, don't think. No, no. And so, yeah, like, oh dear, yeah, they, they were, they were feuding over the musical tribute to take oh, off. Oh my God. Yeah, and it so. was, Oh, dear. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Cardi B had just announced the winner before and she was backstage telling them, you guys got to get it together. Come on, this is the Grammys. Yeah. And then in the memoriam, Mick Fleetwood also, because 
you know, you he have, was the next song. He was the next song being tribute Crow. to a bandmate who passed away. Because oh. Quavo was, was doing it yeah. to Migos, and then you know, to take off, which is to actually to take off, not sorry, to sorry, Migos sorry. is the group. Yep. I said that wrong. Yep, I told I you it was so. Migos. Right. It was I mixed that up. So Migos is the group. Is the group Takeoff was the gentleman that that yeah. they were honoring. So yeah. let's make sure we get that correct. And then but, Mick was with Cheryl Crow Crow. and Bonnie Rae yes. singing. The third part, there were a lot of people that died for three songs. I know. I just, I'm surprised that Quavo would not let. Same. Let, you know, Offset be a part of this. It's, it's just, it's an honoring someone that, a friend that you lost. Don't make this about yourself. Do it together. So yeah, that created quite this, quite the controversy backstage, but let's go to something that happened at the famous Clive Davis pre-Grammy party. Now, you guys have told me in the past that this is the party of all this parties, right? This is the yes. hardest party to get into. Very, like, Sharon Stone uh, was there at Friday night. I mean, it's different people. It's it's movie, TV, the money people, and music people. And okay. it's only 300 people on the invite list. And it, what was there a delay? Was Did this not happen the last couple years? That's right. There hasn't been a party because of COVID. And, so, of course, Clive Davis, you know, famously has the party. And, you know, this, you know, Whitney Houston. Yeah. His client, yeah. you know, was his, Yeah, Clive was, Clive was very connected, as we know, yeah, to, br- Whitney to Whitney Houston. So at this party, Kevin Costner was there. Obviously, Jennifer Hudson was there, and Jennifer Hudson brought the house down at this pre-Grammy party Saturday night when she did a rendition of Greatest Love of All, which was, you know, Whitney Houston's song. Oh, such a great song. And this is really cool. Kevin Costner, who was obviously Whitney's bodyguard co-star, hopped up on Mm -hmm. stage when the emotional tribute was going on and said to Whitney and Clive, speaking to Davis from the stage, Costner said, neither one of us in the end could protect your beloved Whitney. Mm-hmm. Counter went, uh, Costner went on to say, but your fingerprints on her life are clean, my friend. You were a miracle in her life. Thank you for being her bodyguard, Clive. Everyone in the business has a mom, but not everyone has a Clive. Oh, nice. Kevin. Kevin. It was the 10 year, it's the 10-year anniversary of her passing. It, it was 2014. Mm-hmm. And we got a little beautiful rendition of Jennifer Hudson okay. singing this song from Whitney Houston, which was Greatest Love of All. They had quite the entertainment at that party. Always. Music. Always. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, And Clive Davis recently said that he looked back at pictures from the Michael um, Jackson special at um, Madison Square Garden, and he realized how thin Whitney was Mm -hmm. and had felt bad that he didn't ask more questions, push it harder when she was in the height of her drug you know, right, 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 right. And he, and he, so I wonder if Kevin Costner saying that has a little bit to do with yeah. that because that was recently published. Yeah, you know, the guilt he kind of felt that I should have known more, I should have asked more questions. Oh, yeah, not realize the depth of her drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one ever does. I yeah. mean, this is always what's yeah. left behind mm-hmm. too. Well, let's take a little road okay. down, Elvis. Yes. Austin Butler, Matthew McConaughey, and Yellowstone. I'm going to do this real what? quick here with okay. a minute okay. left here. So Austin Butler, we've talked about this a lot. He's been on the road using his voice as Elvis, and people are saying, dial it back a little yeah. bit. Well, yeah. he is dialing it back, and he's saying that he might have actually hurt, damaged his vocal okay, cords. Okay, now, Austin, I do, like, I do not like this Austin <laughs> strategy. Either. 
Do not lose this talking point immediately. Exactly. I was going to say, he's reverting exactly back to where he started. So let's go away with it. His co-star, David Batista, coming up in the Dune sequel, said that they've been filming, and you do not hear his accent at all, so it's completely gone. David Batista is in the cabin at the knock at the wood? No, but he's in the new Dune uh, one that that, that that Austin's going to be a part of. So that's interesting. Now, Matthew McConaughey is going to be set to star in what's called The King and Agent Elvis. It's an adult animated action action comedy series where Presley, who is a global superstar by day, but is an egg-kicking vigilante by night. Serious. Serious. Adult comic strip. Yeah, Yeah, it's an adult comic. These adult comic movies or TV shows are huge. So Matthew McConaughey is going to be voicing a little Elvis, which is kind of fun. And we've got a report right now. This is a purely report from the rap. That Yellowstone may come to an end early due to conflicts with Kevin Costner's movie schedule right now. He's got a movie coming out called Horizon. It's a Western. And right now they're tapping Matthew McConaughey Mm. to potentially replace Kevin Costner as John Dutton. That would mean that it's doing some kind of... I don't know. This is the report from the rap. I feel like this got twisted at the Clive Davis red carpet. An answer that that Kevin Costner gave to somebody is got twisted into this. Good. Right. It very well could. I hope so. I hope so too, because I don't want to see, see that. that damn Yellowstone till this summer. Yeah, till the second the second half yeah. of the first boring half of a season we've seen in a long yeah, time. Exactly. All right. Well that's your my talk. Scratch. No problem. Thank you guys. Let's All right. Here, Lori and Julia, we're here. It's February. We need to find things to do. And I'm telling you, Chanhassen and Dinner Theaters is your go-to for all things fun. Now playing on the main stage is the Tony Award-winning musical, The Prom. This new Broadway show, it checks all the boxes. There's fantastic singing and dancing. It's a contemporary story um, based on a true story. And while it's one of the funniest shows, there's also a really sweet story of acceptance that will bring you joy. We have our tickets. You're not going to want to miss the prom. I can't wait. Coming up for one night only on Monday, March 13, is Kicking It Irish, featuring the O'Shea Irish Irish dancers. And what a fun time for the whole family. How about concerts? Coming up are terrific tributes. Cat Stevens, Rod Stevens, Joe Cocker, so many more. Stevie Ray Comedy, Friday and Saturday. Listen, visit ChanHassonDT.com for all your ticket information and your shows. And Chanhassen Dinner Theater is always entertaining you. You might not have a hot date tonight since it's Monday and all, but maybe you got a hot date coming up, and, and maybe you do. But right uh, in in the in the real world, everybody, you have twenty five minutes to make a good impression. Now, the good news that's longer than I thought. Agreed. Wow, I agreed. You know, maybe you've. What do you think? Uh, on average, people spend maybe a week talking on the phone before deciding to meet for a date two or three times. Is it? You know, I don't think people talk. I think people text. Text. Okay. Yep. It's, if you're smart, you talk on yes, the phone so that you can overrule in case the voice is something you're not uh, attracted to. Right. One hundred percent. If you're not attracted to somebody's voice, you're not going to be attracted to their face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You really aren't. No, you're well, right. I, I can't. Yeah. I, this was my theory. Yeah. Always. Um, like Heidi Klum looked great at the Grammys last night. Amazing. Was, amazing. And I was so glad that she didn't stop and talk to anybody because for me, <laughs> Heidi Klum wrecks everything the minute she opens her mouth. It For me, that tone of voice is nails on a chalkboard. Right. Okay. People so. used to think that about Melanie Griffith. Her voice was nails on a chalkboard. Yes. High pitched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off. So you got two. I thought about David Beckham when I met him. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. What the a, original. Buzzkill his oh, voice. I was is, 
Oh. So you should talk on the phone to feel that connection. So anyway, so now you're at the date. When you first show up, you know, your date looks, let's say, okay, the number one thing, the date looks like the picture. Yeah, perfect. That's good. Um, And then even better, they can hold a conversation. But are you having fun? It only takes you 25 minutes to figure out if you're having fun. That's so long. These people are patient. Well, not really, because you figure you small talk can take 10 minutes. Okay, fine. You know, so it takes people just 25 minutes to determine whether they're enjoying themselves. You've got less than a half hour to impress after that. Dude and dudettes, it's game over. Okay. And 51 minutes is the time when most daters say they'll fake a call from a desperate friend so they can get out of there and go home. Um, So own it in the first 25 minutes. Yeah. And just to let you know, like, here's what people said. The top reason for someone dubbing someone a bad date is that if any sign of rudeness right away. Oh. Out. Any sign of constantly checking their phone. Out. Like you checking your email when we're talking on the air, Julia. I didn't think you were laughing. And and the third reason is, you know, they're uncomfortable saying how much they don't, you know, I'm not really feeling you. Like, it's it's not that easy to deliver that. It is not that easy to deliver that message. So the excuses, if you need one, and you're wondering if uh, what they are... um, uh, the the topic excuse, of course, is an emergency at work, unwell relatives, and the good old reliable broken down car. Oh, you know, but other ones you can use. A pipe is just burst. Okay, can't go there. Kind of believable in Minnesota um, in the winter. My dog cat is sick. Yep. Okay. Diarrhea everywhere. Um, that's <laughs> right. Well, maybe don't say that, people. Mm-hmm. Um, my family just showed up for a surprise visit. You're stuck in traffic, the emergency at work, you're not feeling well. Um, Just got a big project landed at my desk and I have to do it by tomorrow. Yeah. I've just been mugged. Oh, Lori. (laughs) That's a deep one. Yeah, I know. I accidentally already ate. Probably not too believable. No, probably not. I can't find where we're supposed to meet. Traffic is even weak now. I've had an allergic reaction. Well, that one you can say. I've been arrested. You're never going to believe it, but I've been arrested. But that's only if you never want to date the person. Because that's too... Yeah, but that's perfect. That's your get out of jail card for you. Say you've been arrested. It's your get out of ever dating the person. Yes. Yes. You look too much like my brother or somebody's sister. Okay, no, that's a good one, you guys. That is a real good one. You, you look, look exactly like my little sister. or You look exactly like my... So you have a date set up. You're going on the date and you go in and you look at them and you're like, I can't date you. Well, you remind the, me of my dad. But after the 25 minutes, you will you're, you're, you realize this is not for you. I've been trying to figure out what I've it been, is. Yeah, what it is. And you look too much like my... My sister's best friend or something. Yeah, or my ex. Ex-wife. And I just can't, I'm not going to be able to deal with it. I'm just telling you that right now. That's a nice, soft one. That's a good, soft letdown, I think. Yeah, all right. More believable. Way more believable. I think more people should start using that one. I like that one. You look too much like my relative or friend. or Because that's gentle. It is gentle. Um, I accidentally already ate, and I can't find the venue. (laughs) Is not gentle. No, that isn't. Okay. 
So that that's what you got. 25 minutes to make your good impression, which is why speed dating, in theory, when it first came out, was a good idea. Right idea. Totally. I know some people who got married off of speed dating. There you go. Yeah. Do they even do that anymore? I didn't we hear something happening with Grant? Didn't we something that somebody tried I to feel resuscitate? Like someone did. Uh, it and really they did is. it in kind of a clever way, like you're at a brewery, right? And you say you want to be matched, and so it's like a form of speed dating that's been everybody's gathering at the place and something. I feel like somebody told us, and we it should have paid more clever. attention. It was something clever. Yeah. Okay. Here's my question to mm-hmm. you: You've been on two dates with someone, and Valentine's Day is next week. How do how do you deal with that? You look too much like my ex. I've been no, trying to figure it out. No, what if you like the person? Oh, what if you like them? What if you like the person and you bet on two days? It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday night. You it do is. nothing. It's next Tuesday. You do nothing. You don't even talk about it. You don't acknowledge it. Okay. It's you're probably gonna if you've had some good date. You're probably having a date for that weekend. Do not make even you'll scare it somebody. Right. Don't even. You bring might it up. scare yourself. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Okay. It is a bit of a Hallmark holiday. Oh, 100%. You know, but I'm glad that people sell stuff. You know, florists oh. will be busy and all of that. But and restaurants get busy. And, yeah. yeah. It's, a de- it's a recipe for, like, and you have a perfect, it's a Tuesday night, so there's yeah. no anything. So you just ignore it. Okay. Just ignore it. All right. Yeah. I, that's, that would be my, my um, fair that, assumption. I on think that. so. Yeah. I, I appreciate that one. Because otherwise, it's like kind of asking someone to meet your parents after three dates or something. Right. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's, it's not going to work. Okay. Okay. Um, now, this one, I just want you to know, uh, it's kind of going along with the dating thing. Is But one of the things that happens, and I was talking with a friend of mine, who she's like, I tell the same dating stories over and over. I am a, I need new dating stories, like just to tell. Who does she tell them to? Well, whoever she's dating, you know how oh. like and you're when you're dating, you got to talk. This is why it's great to get in a relationship. You don't have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is so classic. Yeah. Okay, I want to quote. But that. think about your conversation go tos on first dates. Okay. You know so. It's likely that you're reusing the same an- anecdotes and stories, and you might be boring yourself. So you're not even Enjoying now you're not them. impressing your date because you're telling a you're so bored yourself. Okay. Yeah, with your road story. So um, if you feel like you're having the same old conversations, you want to try and shake it up and let yourself be authentic. Just just say how you're feeling. Oh my, I've had the worst day, and I had such bad. You know, and I had a headache and I almost wanted to cancel on you, you know, right? instead of just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe try that a little bit. Try that as uh, something about because so many times people do little their go to stories about what you think will make you seem more attractive, but you're not really being yourself in that moment. So it's better, you know, to maybe. You share something about yourself, and then you listen to what is said back to you, because great conversations include listening, of course. Wait a minute. You know? Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So people sometimes feel the pressure to perform or impress on a date. I think you just got to be real. Yeah. But, you know, you have to look. Dating toddler, you had to learn that the hard way. Mm, You have to be real. 
Yeah, but I mean, you would kind of like, oh, I got to try and be, you know, and all of this. So um, you don't need to share like the debauch things that you did or something funny that happened to you, you know, on a trip with some other friend. Like maybe do less of that. Less sharing, more listening. Well, no, but less sharing of your stories about yourself that you think someone else will like and maybe just like have a real moment. More, yeah, okay. Because you might be boring yourself with your anecdotes mm-hmm. about the time you went to Amsterdam with your friend, you know, sharing a travel. I love to travel. I went to Amsterdam. You know, la, 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 la. Yeah. La, 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 la. La, la, la. La, la, la. We got to go. Yeah, we do. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, everybody, Furniture Manor is happening. All right, on um, Friday night, I told you I had a party. And um, people sat in my Echronist chair from Furniture Manor. Mm-hmm. Three different people. They loved it. Oh. Well, and how long have you had that chair? Um, Ten years. Yeah. I've... Ten years, and it's high-quality leather. It's going to last forever. And my friend says, you know, I had one of these somewhere, but I sit in it and I turn the color of the chair. It's so old and creepy and I'm like, Get not Echernes. I mean, yeah. these chairs, it's fine leather. It's economically comfortable. They've got ones that you don't have to have an autumn with now that have the full recliner I in like the chair. Those. I like I those. I love those because yeah. sometimes you don't have space for the ottoman or want it. You know, so they have really fun options and a really beautiful line of furniture. Echernes furniture is at Furniture Manor. Different colors, um, different styles, um, and really a completely different look and comfort. Furniture Manor. Hey, everybody. Thanks uh, for hanging out with us. So um, the fashion at the Grammys, Julia, we've posted the fashion. Yes, we have. But um, when when Harry Styles, you know, um, looking like an extra on the Broadway show Pippin, Google that if you don't know that reference. It was a Harlequin romance cover with a Harlequin pattern in his overall boy yeah it's a pippin it's a dance it's something a jaunty broadway number but my favorite (laughs) my favorite snarky comment was harry styles is just chris martin playing dress up in elton john's closet okay that's 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 hysterical that's very clever so so funny i also thought i thought taylor swift looked amazing that was a midnight blue roberto cavalli with incredible earrings she was dressed fast for very very i mean it was a star power not a lot of star power as far as like like you know harry was the only well harry and lizzo both performed so we did we did have some star and which lizzo wore on the red carpet in i think it was dior and it was like this big huge Cape of Flowers, very midsummers, like Midsummer Night's Dream, kind of. Yes. And then yes. it was a really pretty dress underneath it, like a corset tangerine dress. And I admired her commitment because she had tangerine flowers applique on her fake nails to match. That is so. Much. And you know, she's out loud in public with Mike Wright. They yeah, went official this weekend. A and- hard. A hard, hard launch. A hard That's launch. That was it. my favorite. At the Clive Davis uh-huh. party. This is a really, hard launch. They're a really cute couple. Cardi B was wearing just like this incredible sculptural Gaurav Gupta. It was Easy so for gorgeous. You to say. Yeah, is but, that really the name of the designer? Yeah, Gaurav Gupta. Okay. And... Um, I just... That's what I, I love how all over the place the fashion is at the Grammys. I mean, Shania Twain looking to sell her album. Coming dressed like a little... Polka dot Dalmatian spooky lady in a mushroom cap. 
She... <laughs> Grant, what did you think? I I, I know Jeff's reaction was kind of like, oh. oh. As soon as, same as Jeff, as soon as she, I noticed it first when she stood up to when they did, uh, when, when Sam Smith and Kim Petras, I believe, yes. were up doing their acceptance speech. Yeah. And she was like, I'm the first transgender woman. And she stood up to, you know, clap, rightfully so. And I just was like, oh, that's Shania. Yeah. And okay. I just had, to, I was like, oh, Shania. And I hate being like this. Because I just don't like being in that chair. Well, but she's so pretty. Beautiful. That, that the wig, that red wig was just budget. It was screaming, I need I attention. I love that you said like it. it. She did not go to creative hair design. No, I mean, she didn't. You went, someone said, stay out of the gays, P-Town wine and wigs box. Yeah. Shania. Hysterical. My biggest criticism, and I think we talked about this, and you guys might have said this earlier, but the honorary, let's give Adele a Grammy award, when no. she got the award for best performance pop. of a pop song with Easy On Me. Yeah. No. 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 Grant, you were right about that. That was a Grammy gimme. Yeah. Uh-uh. uh-uh. That, that didn't make a, sense. That song, with what it was up against, made no, no sense. sense at all. Well, I mean, you know, people were like uh, all up in arms about Harry Styles winning album of the year. Um, it, but because Harry's house beat, you know, but it beat Lizzo, it beat Renaissance, uh-huh. you know, da, da, da. but um, I mean, if you were just looking at like what was being played on the radio all over the place, it was Harry's house. It was. And I have to say, he seemed tired last oh. night. That was a oh, yeah. lackluster performance that he mm-hmm. gave us. He and had some pitch sound issues, too, and he almost fell off the turntable. As one should. <laughs> what a boring thing to have to perform on. And what were all those, the normie people? I have no idea. That was, that was, that was so odd. It was a, he seemed exhausted. He did. And he did something in mid-performance, as it were, which is I love it, that song, but it drags on. Yeah, it does. As it were, yeah, as, yeah. It as it were, as it was, as it was, yeah. as it were. <laughs> and so I read that wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah, he he was in that funny outfit. I don't know what we're gonna call it. Um, <laughs> Elton John's oh jumpsuit. I yeah, Chris know. Martin playing dress up in Elton yeah. John's closet, <laughs> yeah. and he starts jumping up and down because he like, did look like a kid going yeah. to a slumber party. And I think he knew he wasn't hitting it, so yeah. I do this in tennis. I just start jumping to try to get myself energy. Yeah. Focus. Yeah. You know, something has to change. Yeah. I got to move. I got to figure it out. And I followed him aggressively jumping, yeah. just trying to get more energy out of himself. But think of his schedule. Oh, I know it. I know it. Well, I wonder if the beehive came after him today. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. He deserved to win. Yeah. Well, we, I, I knew that song way more than Beyonce's song. Well, it is. And, and as our blind item said, you know, Beyonce will not get the album of the year or song of the year because of the songwriting situation with her. What right. happens on her albums? That she That's makes, the word. That's the word. Well, in in is a Grammy when it is all about songwriting. Why should she? Well, that just that one category. I, that one is. Yeah, okay. I agree. Did you see Black China show up on the red carpet looking like um the you know what's the black swan? She was just yeah. like a swan. Someone said the crows have eyes and thighs. Okay, it is. I would be so embarrassed to wear that outfit. It was. She always, she always kind of wears stuff. And there was a, a scene of Beyonce greeting her and calling her queen. Cute. Yeah, it was kind of cute. But she's she. If you look at her history, she always wears something real goofy. But I did like that. The eye, because she had this like uh, amazingly intricate eye makeup coming down her face. So the crows have eyes. And then it, it was, was yeah. very short, showing off her dancer thighs. <laughs> you know, she did. All right. Now, if you guys like Chelsea Handler, 
She's taking over the Daily Show this week. Oh, oh nice! And she she's was on. Funny. Yeah, she was on CBS. She was on fire on Jimmy Kimmel this summer, and she's going out on tour again. But basically, she sat there and told Gail King this morning, "I want to do late night TV again. I am motivated. I am ready." And Gail's like, "Well, cool. there's an opening at the Daily Show, but you'd have to move to New York." I am from New Jersey. I have never lived here. I am ready. I mean, oh. she basically was well, doing... Well, then maybe she's going to crush it. I'm going to DVR that. I did. Because that was good. she was so funny on Kimmel. She she was a very good host at the Critics' Choice Awards. Yes. She can she's nail it. funny. Yeah, she, she is. Just she just got crabby on and her she's own got show. A, she's got a personality, yeah, which we talked she about. She, she can carry her own with just her personality. The jokes can come second as Not well. Not everyone can talk about gossip and things that were on E like you and I can for years and years Apparently. and years. She cracked up. She did she crack. Do she only had a half hour she show. She's got no stamina. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go.